welcome to the Life Debt Podcast. I'm your host, Johnny Orm, and let's get talking about some Star Wars. You can visit the blog at mystarswifedebt.wordpress.com. You can find me on Facebook. Just search for My Styles Life Debt and you can join our page. You can follow me on Twitter at bloodyorm, B-L-O-O-D-Y-O-R-M-E. I'm on Instagram, instagram.com forward slash mystylesdebt and on Tumblr, mystylesdebt.tumblr.com. And if you would like to contribute to the upkeep of the blog and the podcast and or to the acquisition of new equipment in time for my Star Wars life debt to visit Star Wars Celebration in Anaheim 2020 you can visit our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash my Star Wars life debt you can also pick up our bonus episode of the podcast at Bandcamp that's my Star Wars life debt.bandcamp.com and if you would like to wear a t-shirt or drink from a mug or even just have a little acrylic box with the artwork from the show upon it, you can visit redbubble.com forward slash user forward slash life debt blog pod. And that's it for the business, so let's get on with the show. So let's take a quick trip to the collection corner. Now, sorry about that. Daughter's music. Um, so it's a little bit of an unorthodox uh, collection corner. Collection corner. God, speaking, not working. Um, yes, an unorthodox collection corner this week because it's not directly Star Wars, but it is Star Wars related, and it's been brought up by uh, definitely uh, Luke Cruiser from Bad Motivators. Um, so I'd like to shout him out, really, because, uh, you know, without him, kind of, without his, uh, mini-review of this, um, I probably wouldn't have picked it up myself. Um, but yeah, I bought, um, Wanderers by Chuck Wendig, uh, his, his new novel. Chuck Wendig, of course, who wrote the, um, the Aftermath trilogy, um, and, uh, and the Force Awakens adaptation for Marvel and one of the Darth Vader annuals, um, to say the least. Um, so I'm looking forward to giving that a read. And what was even luckier, uh, because, uh, well, I was, uh, like I, uh, I think I've said or will say later in this episode, I've been on holiday. And we just happened to be in a shopping centre with a bookshop called Waterstones, and I was just wandering around looking, I was actually looking for, to see what Stephen King books they had, um, and I ended up uh, not picking up any of Stephen King, um, but uh, I, yeah, I found Chuck Wendig's Wanderers, a signed copy, um, and it's like 200, number 200 or some, and something, of a thousand, uh, so I'm guessing he did like a a limited run of signings for Waterstones, and uh, yeah, I managed to get one of them with money off. 
because it was on offer as well so it was kind of like a a triumvirate of brilliance you know finding it getting money off and it being signed and it's a first edition as well so i was pretty chuffed with that uh so yeah that's my trip to collection corner no no star wars uh collectibles this week um although uh just before i went away i did finally finish the tantiv4 lego set um so for all of you patreon members at the three dollar tier and up expect some uh expect some new videos coming up with about the uh, tantiv4 um it's a great set absolutely fantastic uh and absolutely love it and it's huge so yeah so next i'll be building one of the two resistance sets that i've uh, that i've got waiting uh, so i'm looking forward to that as well so yeah that's it for the collection corner so i'm going to put a pin in it now and we'll jump into some of that d23 goodness oh what a weekend everyone what a weekend what a weekend what a weekend it was d23 uh, just finished on Sunday or Saturday, one or two days, and um, boy, did we get some stuff! So, let's start out. Um, so, first off, Kenobi, the series has been announced with none other than Ewan McGregor reprising the role of everyone's favourite Jedi Master with questionable uh, with questionable truths <laughs> so yes that's, that's coming it begins filming uh, in 2020 I believe or is it no is it released in 2020 begins filming next year that was it um also, uh, Diego Luna and Alan Tudyk uh, took to the stage as well to kind of talk uh, cryptically, some would say, uh, about the upcoming Cassian Andor show. And then, of course, we got uh, the Mandalorian trailer, which I'm going to talk about in just a second. So, Mandalorian trailer, oh my god, um, so I watched this on Saturday morning because uh, time differences and the like, and oh my god, I spent like the whole morning just in like absolute shock and or because uh, I've been on holiday uh, the last, uh, the, over the weekend, so I was basically sat in a... Uh, I was basically in a in a little cottage in Wales watching the Mandalorian trailer and oh beautiful 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 um from that I mean based on what we've seen from like the leaked stuff from Celebration we knew we were on to a winner um but to finally actually see it and just wow really just just wow um i mean that opening shot alone 
of the skulls. Uh, not the skulls. I mean, that's what it looks like. It's the Stormtrooper helmets um, on spikes. Like, jeez. Like, that's some dark stuff, really. I mean, we. I know it's not Ewoks playing the helmets because they are... Um, and gives a hint that they're dead, that they've eaten the uh, stormtroopers. But what we've got there is like, you know, these stormtroopers have been killed, or it could be okay. Maybe I'm thinking too dark. Maybe, uh, maybe they are former stormtroopers, and they've hung their helmets to show that they are no longer part of the empire. Maybe you never know. Um, but the Mandalorian trundles by. Yeah. Sorry, I just thought about taking a, taking a corner and it was a little too risky. Didn't like that. Didn't like that at all. So, yeah. Um, so, the... Um, so, yeah, the, skull, the, the, the Stormtrooper helmets hung. Just looks amazing. Um... Then, of course, we've got, um, I mean, the trailer's very much silent, uh, so it's, like, lots of different shots, and I'm basically going to talk about the ones that really stand out to me. I mean, every single shot is fantastic. It looks so cinematic for a TV series. I mean, it looks, you know, Game of Thrones looks amazing, um, but this just takes what Game of Thrones does with, like, kind of making a cinematic TV show. And wipes the floor with it. Do you know what I'm saying? That based on the trailer. Um, so, got lots of quick shots. You get the Razor Crest flying across different um, different planets. So, we're not just sticking to one planet. We're going all over the place. There's a forest planet. There's a weird-looking desert planet that's got like loads of. It kind of looks like Mars, I'd say, with like lots of trenches. Um, which looks pretty cool. Um, just trying to think what else we got. Like, in that kind of... We see, like, a swampy-looking planet as well, but we don't actually... Like, he doesn't fly over that. That's just one of the planets that we're on. Um, you know, we see... You know, we get to see, like, the um, the cast... So you get Giancarlo Esposito, you get Carl Weathers, you get Gina Carano. Um, there's all of their characters. And then we see the uh, Ugnaught riding the weird lizard-looking thing. And uh, if reports from making Star Wars are correct, Nick Nolte is playing that Ugnaught. You know, so he's done a bit of motion. He's done motion capture for the uh, for the face and the voice, um, that is going to be sick, no word, no lie, it's going to be nuts, um, Nick Nolte is an ugnaught, <laughs> we, um, we see death troopers, like, death troopers are basically being a firing squad, um, people kind of cowering and, and running away from explosions, we get to see the ATST or the legs of the ATST um, that um, has been 
essentially announced uh, as part of one of the Lego sets, uh, the upcoming Lego sets for Triple Force Friday. Um, and, you know, it's an ATST with red and brown legs. Uh, so essentially, it's a stolen ATST, or uh, after the Empire Falls, a. Um, you know, they've taken it out of its decommission and are using it for their own means, whoever these people are, um, which is pretty cool. Uh, I like the look of that. Uh, we get to see IG-11 as well, and IG-11 just looks brilliant. Um, when you first see him in this trailer, there's, the do there's a door that they've cut open the two, like the, Mandal the, the Mandalorian and IG-11 are stood next to each other. This door has been cut open. And it just looks like, so it, I mean, it it just looks brilliant. And and then we get to see the, the shot from like the behind the scenes stuff we got at Celebration of IG-11 kicking butt, blasting away, spinning his body, spinning his head, that kind of stuff. And, you know, Seeing that in good quality just makes me love it even more. Um, we also we get to see the Mandalorian kicking butt, like he takes on a bar full a bar room full of people. Uh, one guy is trying to escape. He sh grabs him with his um, with his like grappling hook launcher thing off his gauntlet, starts dragging him and blasts the door, blasts like the door control and the door goes to shut and you you know. You know what is happening. You know that door is cutting that dude in half. Um, and that's just sick. <laughs> um, overuse of the word sick today, it seems. Um, and then, of course, uh, we get the Mandalorian speaking to Werner Herzog. And in his truly sinister sounding voice Werner Herzog does hit says bounty hunting is a dangerous profession I'm not even going to try to um, copy it because that voice is uh, is you know you can't imitate that voice because it's so good um, he um, he says bounty hunting is a dangerous profession and we get to see the Mandalorian turn around to him, and then we get the um, the title, uh, the title card, and it looks like the Mandalorian's cloak is like sweeping its way over it to reveal the title, the Mandalorian, which looks pretty cool. Not gonna lie. Um, And then we've then they did like an interview. I think it was with the EW or something like that. And um, we found out that Giancarlo Esposito, uh, his character's name is Moff Gideon. So he's an so he's like from the Imper from the Empire. He was the he was the governor of the region and. Um, He's still holding on to his control. He's still holding on to the power, the what little power he believes he has now. And he's probably ruling through fear because if he's using his death troopers as a death squad, then um, 
I imagine like the locals will be pretty terrified by that. Um, because I would be. Because they look pretty, pretty sick. Um, so yeah, The Mandalorian. Just fantastic. Absolutely amazing. Um, you really get a feel for what the series is going to be. Um, I don't think there's... You don't see the humour in it, but there's some humorous moments. IG-11 is going to be the comic relief, I believe. And I think IG-11 is going to have a larger role than we have, we think. IG-11 is going to be, like, probably sidekick material. And that's pretty cool, because uh, I love Taika Waititi. Uh, I think he's an incredibly funny bloke. And... Um, I think it'd be worth seeing him in a, in a Star Wars. Uh, so I'm going to put a pin in it now, and in a second I'm going to talk about that D23 Star Wars, the Rise of Skywalker footage. Uh, I've waxed on about um, the Mandalorian as much as I can without being sat in front of it. Um, so yeah, I'm going to talk about the Rise of Skywalker stuff uh, in just a second. The Life Dirt Podcast and blog is going to Star Wars Celebration Anaheim next year. And we need your help uh, to bring you the best quality content that we can. We are ne- we are we've basically set up a new Patreon um, tier. It's three dollars a month. Yes, three dollars a month, still less than the price of a cup of coffee. And for that you can get all of the perks from level one which is a Lego Star Wars podcast. Uh, on a monthly basis, you get a um, Funko Pop unboxing video, guaranteed email reads, and your name on our supporters page on the blog. So for the $3 tier, on top of all of that, you can get a weekly, yes, weekly, bite-sized podcast episode dedicated to Star Wars Rebels, starting from episode one, the spark of rebellion all the way oh yes i mean all the way to family reunion and farewell this season four finale um on top of that there is a star wars lego life debt vlog that will be documenting my lego building um so currently i'm building the tanta v4 and that is being documented documented and those videos will be going on patreon these are exclusive to patreon members with the exception of the first uh, the first ones just as a teaser for the general public so please if you would like to contribute to the uh, acquiring of new equipment just to br- make sure that we can bring you the best quality content from star wars celebration next year then please please, please, please consider joining our $3 tier. Uh, Thank you for listening, and now it's back to the show. Oh, my God. 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 The Rise of Skywalker footage. So, let me set the scene. Um... So that night, the the other night when on D twenty when D twenty three was actually happening, 
uh, we got the poster. I was sat uh, with my uh, brothers-in-law uh, and saw the poster. So I was kind of like half paying attention to what was going on and half just looking for stuff from D23. And I got to, you know, we didn't get the footage on Saturday, unfortunately. But uh, we did get some brief descriptions. And I was like, okay, this sounds interesting. Lots of people talking about this dark ray thing with double lightsabery goodness. Okay. You know, so I kind of was like, but, you know, haven't seen it. So I can't really pass my own judgment. So then Monday, it was the day that we were coming back from Wales and we were in the Trafferton. This is when I got the Chuck Wendig book as well. Um, so we're in Wales. So we're on our way back. We're in the Trafford Centre and I just happened to be on Twitter and it was like, all right, okay, Good Morning America have said that it's going to be soon. And it was like, there was some, so I'm seeing people doing like countdowns and everything. So I'm kind of like, okay, bated breath, waiting, waiting, waiting praying that we don't finish a lunch too soon because uh, I want to sit and I want to watch this and that was it finally after waiting for what felt like ages probably just a handful of minutes I um, the footage was released and uh, yeah it was uh, oh my god it was gorgeous <laughs> so um Let's skip to like the one minute something mark where, okay, so we get clips from the original trilogy, the prequel trilogy, and then the um, sequel trilogy. Luke Skywalker does, you know, a thousand generations live in you now. This is your fight. Um, so then it opens up after, you know, we get like the last shot of. Uh, so it's like Luke kissing Leia on the head from The Last Jedi, the X-Wings on uh, Takadana, then the ski speeders on Crate, and then it comes up with this Christmas, and we follow and we see our heroes, Ray, Finn, Chewie, 3PO, and Poe in the desert. So I'm guessing this is Panassus or Pisana. Is it Pana- Pisana? Panassa? Pisana? Panassus? I think it's Pisana, yeah. Um, so they're on Pisana. Please, if I've got it wrong, please, I'm sorry. Um, and and it cuts to behind. And Poe looks really relieved as they kind of come around a corner. And then it come, cuts back to behind them and there's like this market village. There's like some sort of smoky firework thing going off. It looks pretty cool. Um... I mean, I'm, I'm probably going to butcher the order of stuff, so I'm sorry. Um, so we get that. We get um, the rebel fleet coming out of hyperspace in some sort of in some sort of space cloudy nebula thing. So we get X wings. We've got Y wings. We've got a blockade runner. Oh, we got a blockade runner. <laughs> X wings, Y wings, B wings, A wings. Um, some sort of other ship that we don't know. And then we cut to two amazing shots of Imperial Star Destroyers in the, in a nebula as well. And we're not just talking a bunch. We're talking 
a whole freaking fleet, people. Oh my god, so many Star Destroyers in one place. Um, theory, J.J. Uh, Abrams has been playing in canon, and he's, you know, he's going with uh, the whole um, contingency that Palpatine had with the Empire going into the um, into the Unknown Regions. Now, have is this going to be some of them go off into the Unknown Regions and do this, or and then others go and form the First Order, or, 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 it does it like split up? Do they have to split up for some reason, then like one group become the First Order and the other group become whatever this fleet is? But, oh my gosh! Oh god, so much goodness. Uh, followed with Finn and Janna in uh, a cockpit of some variety looking out towards the fleet of Star Destroyers, we, I can guess anyway, seeing as it's kind of a nebula out the window behind them. Um, I mean, sweet. Jesus, it looks good. <laughs> then we get C-3PO with the red eyes. Ah, oh, and I love all the memes. Ah, oh, you probably don't recognise me because of the red eyes. Brilliant, brilliant, well played. This ties into possible spoilers. Uh, this is like the rumours of like 3PO having a bigger role, things happening to 3PO. So damn cool. Um, then we've got Kylo Ren, like just walking away from his tie, whatever his tie's called, walking away from it, igniting his saber and dragging it across the ground. Um, and then it cuts, and that's like kind of a snowy planet. And then it cuts to whatever that wreckage is that we see them are that we saw them on in the Vanity Fair shoot um, and in the poster, which looks amazing balls. Uh, <laughs> and then, um, and then what else? Oh yeah, and, yeah. He's walking towards Ray on that, and they start fighting. And as they're fighting, well, as those two shots are going on, we hear Palpatine saying, "Your journey is at an end." Oh my God, so good! And then it cuts to Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. I've probably missed some stuff there, um, and if I have. I apologise, but I think I've highlighted, like, the... Oh, no, of course! Your journey is at an end. Uh, of course. Um, then it cuts to Ray in a dark, dark room, wearing a dark, dark cloak. And then suddenly she ignites two red lightsabers, and with a flick of her wrist, like, it's like they're connected, like they're pointing the same way, and then she flips it, and it becomes like a double-bladed lightsaber. Oh, my God! Oh my god, people! I, I don't know if you can tell I'm excited. It looks amazing. All of this footage that they've shown us just looks so fantastic. It's actually unfucking believable how amazing it looks. And they've given away nothing. All of the footage we've had, it just... Oh, of course! Ray in the woods, in the forest. Like throwing the lightsaber, cutting through the trees and the little remote droid just dodging out of the way before she catches the lightsaber again. We see Leia again. We see like another shot of Leia, which just looks absolutely amazing. 
uh, in the in the forest again. Is it a forest or is it a jungle? But obviously, her and Ray are there together. Um, oh my god, people! This looks so good. I cannot believe how good it looks. I mean, I can believe how good it looks because it's Star Wars. It's J.J. Abrams, and he did an amazing job with uh, the Force Awakens. Um, but this one is just everything that I've seen of it. Everything that we're seeing. Oh, it just looks so freaking amazing. And of course, there was like other snippets of footage uh, shown at D twenty three that we haven't that haven't been like released officially. Um, like Kylo Ren in a white room, Kylo Ren in a white room with like some case that opens up to reveal Vader's helmet. Ray and Finn talking. Ray and Chewie in the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon, and Poe walking in. Oh my god. Oh, so much good stuff. D23, it was like, oh, with the Mandalorian, with this. Oh, my God. I mean, like, if like if they'd have released the um, the Resistance trailer at D23, I'm pretty sure this episode would be, like, the three trailers episode. Um, you know what? You know what? I'm going to put a pin in it. I'm going to talk about the Resistance trailer in a bit um, because, you know, may as well finish it off. But the footage from Rise of Skywalker just looks so good. I mean, it's probably been dissected to hell on so many other podcasts. Oh, I'm not going to sit and dissect. I think that some of the rumours and the theories that have been floating around um, about the Sith fleet, I think there could be some legitimacy to that, especially with that shot of like the red laser beam hitting some sort of plants, hitting the ground. Um that looks interesting. Is the Sith fleet comprised of the Star Destroyers, or is that part of it? Uh, that would be interesting. 3PO with the red eyes. Um, this has been discussed in many, many a spoiler post from making Star Wars. Not exactly the red eyes, but lots of stuff to do with 3PO, so that's kind of looking to be a little bit more legitimate. Um, but the big shock is the Dark Ray stuff with the foldy bendy double bladed lightsaber which is very reminiscent of temple of the jedi temple guards lightsabers which is pretty pretty cool um is this a vision is it a dream i think it could be a some sort of force vision along the lines of luke in the dagobah cave um or it could be some sort of clone but the fact that her lightsaber is all jaggedy like Kylo's makes you think it's a vision because, you know, that's the only kind of red lightsaber that she has po- quite possibly seen at this point. So that's, you know, so it probably is playing in her mind, in her vision that that's how it would look. Um, but yeah, so, oh, the, the, oh, the Star Wars of it all. Oh, the beautiful, beautiful Star Wars of it all. Um so yeah, I'm going to put a pin in it and I'll talk about the Resistance trailer uh, later. Um, but hot damn, this is some good, good footage. Um, so yeah, I'm going to put a pin in it now, stop gushing, and uh, I'll be back in a second. So, that Resistance Season 2 trailer... Um, I mean, I know I'm really behind on the times at the minute, so I'm not going to wax philosophical about it. But, um, so it just, 
it really feels like uh, a really good continuation of what we got in uh, season one. Um, so, like, I really like the idea that they're just looking for somewhere for the Colossus to stop, you know, but they're constantly being pursued by the First Order. Um, the fact that the Colossus is in massive disrepair as well, it just feels like, you know, they're not going to get much luck. And it is going to be, like, a race against time. You know, basically just so that they they can find somewhere safe and escape the First Order, because obviously they're being tracked by Tam. Um, I've seen in various places, um, especially uh, Star Wars Explained, talking about how it feels a bit like Battlestar Galactica, uh, the the remake or uh, version of it that was on sci-fi a few years back. Now, I can I get that reference. Um, I've watched the first two and a half seasons of it. So, like, when they're, like, basically just trying to evade the Cylons, um... It really, you know, I, can, I, I really kind of, I can see it. And I think that's a really cool idea to be done in Star Wars. And the fact that we'll be getting, like, it, you know, the Aces uh, kind of going to get to do a bit more. Um, I think that's pretty cool. We actually hear Griff speak. I mean, good Lord, Griff speaks. It makes me feel like buying Black Ace was not, you know, a waste of time. <laughs> I, I know I'm cynical but who cares um, so I think you know the, the trailer looks really good um, the, but what is disappointing for me is that it's the last season you know they're basically doing a final season of this show that I mean I know I, 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 don't, I can't remember if I've said anything about it before on the podcast um, or in the blog where I just basically kind of didn't really rate uh, kind of like the build-up to Resistance. It kind of felt like it didn't... They, they didn't really promote it brilliantly. But, you know, we're talking about Disney here, so it's like, okay. But yeah, it just felt like we didn't really know a lot until very until very close to the, um, to the release of Season 1. Um... And, you know, a lot of the stuff that was being said about it pointed towards a very child, like, a kid-aimed show, which I'm not going to complain about because it's an animated show on Disney XD. Of course, it's aimed at kids. But what I think what no one kind of realised, and, you know, everyone kind of, you know, lots of Star Wars fans gave it a go because it was Star Wars and ended up really enjoying it. And I think because it was like a sleeper hit, maybe they just didn't plan on doing like a long run. Um, But I also kind of get it from the perspective of the story because they are doing kind of like they're filling in gaps now. Um, They filled in the gap just like running up to um, The Last Jedi, The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi with um, season one. You know, I mean, it's, what, six, uh, six, it starts, season one starts six months before, um, The Force Awakens, and of course, the, um, 
the finale happens uh, during when Starkiller Base um, during the Starkiller incident. Um, so I think you know you could definitely say that the Force Awakens, like the end of Force Awakens, coincides with the end of Resistance season one, and it looks like season two picks up straight after. Um, but then when you look at the official timeline that was released at D twenty three, they've put they've put it so that um, Resistance covers the time period before. Um, Force Awakens and Last Jedi and then after um, Last Jedi um, before um, Rise of Skywalker so I think what we'll see with season 2 is probably like when we get to the mid-season break it'll be there'll be like a time jump and I think that'll be pretty cool to kind of show kind of like what goes on in that time period you know just to kind of fill in that that era a bit more because we know i know we're getting resistance reborn um you know we're getting all the books set during that period but that's going to focus on the main characters and i think kind of getting this story of um uh, of the colossus during that time as well i think that'll be pretty cool just to kind of show a different perspective um, away from Finn, Ray, Poe, Rose, Leia, and Chewie, and the droids. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with the Resistance thing. I really enjoy the trailer. Um, it looks like there's going to be a love action, a lot of lore as well. There's some really interesting looking... That, that, that force temple thing... Uh, looks pretty interesting so I'm pretty sure we'll get some sort of lore there the fact but I have some disappointment as well uh, other than you know season it being the final season um, I think that I'm kind of gutted that um, we haven't got Gwendolyn Christie back as Phasma that's totally not her voice um, and I so I'm like, hmm, that's a little disappointing because the fact that we had Phasma, Gwendolyn Christie voicing Phasma in season one of Resistance really felt, really felt cool and it kind of legitimised the series. Um, but then, like, you know, we've lost Gwendolyn Christie. I don't think we're going to get Oscar Isaac because, you know, Poe's going to be busy. Poe, Poe's off doing his Last Jedi shenanigans as well as kind of going and doing whatever happens between uh, Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker. So I doubt we'll get a lot of Poe action. Um, so the fact we're not got Gwendolyn Christie playing Phasma is kind of disappointing. Um, and to top it all off, you know, we've got Kylo Ren, but I don't, again, I don't think that's Adam Driver, but that doesn't surprise me, but I also kind of wish that it was him because there was rumours during season one that he had done some voice work. I mean, it could just be the trailer in the trailer that they've they've got ten voices, but you would hope that by this point, like the the main actors would have recorded their lines. So we'll see, but. Um, 
yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll have to see about that, won't we? Um, so yeah, that's, those are my thoughts on uh, Resistance uh, Season 2 trailer. Um, so yeah, uh, after this, uh, yeah, this is going to be the end of the episode. So please uh, like, share and comment on the posts. Please uh, follow us on Facebook at uh, facebook.com forward slash life debt podcast. Just search for My Style's Life Debt and you'll find our page. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Bloody Orm, B-L-O-D-Y-O-R-M-E. I'm on Instagram, instagram.com forward slash life debt podcast. Um, Tumblr, My Style's Life Debt dot tumblr.com. Um, visit the blog at mystylewithlifedebt.wordpress.com um, if you would like to sign up to our Patreon where we've got two tiers $1 and $3 please visit patreon.com forward slash Um and yeah so that's that's it for this week uh, I'm sorry I've been away for a couple of weeks uh, I kind of had to take a time out um generally from from star wars in general really i've been i've still been kind of active but i just needed to take some time away because we do have some pretty heavy months coming ahead and i just wanted to kind of take a take a take some time kind of regroup um focus on some other bits and pieces that i've kind of neglected over the last few months um mostly my adoration of stephen king um but you know i'm i'm getting back into it uh so everything will be back to the regular schedule uh but thank you for bearing with me on that one um and punch it chewy Before we go, I would just like to thank um, our journey to life debt at Celebration, uh, Patreon members, uh, Patreon Becky and Anthony for their um, for their continued support on the $3 tier. So thank you guys, um, and uh, may the force be with you.